0: Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the podcast and today I have Emily from the Be Me uh, project, Uh, so Lucy might be due to join us as well, she's also part of the Be Me project, they are mental health advocates and they're all about um, spreading mental health awareness which... um, myself um, I'm a mental health advocate and I absolutely support what they do so uh, Emily welcome to the podcast how are you?
1: Hi I'm good thank you how are you?
0: Yeah I'm not too bad so um, interesting interestingly enough um, what made you come up with the Be Me project?
1: Um, well it's actually Lucy who founded it um, and I think going through a difficult time herself and a few others did as well, it made her realise how many many people needed help and there wasn't enough help available. Um, So Lucy came out with this amazing project that um, is more of a friendly way to deal with mental health rather than a professional, quite harsh environment. Um, so somewhere that you can feel more safe and friendly and, and actually like you're, you're heard and um, people want to get to know you rather than you are just one of many.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I've i seen a lot of accounts uh, on social media now where, um, similar to yours, where they do create those like environments where um, people can be themselves, and they can um, talk more openly and freely than perhaps um, the perhaps professional um, who might um, scrutinise them or not really care about them. So yeah, I'd massively support what you guys do.
1: Completely, and um, as um, as we are a charity, um, we're not in it for the money. It's just honestly the helping people and the sense that they will have a better outcome as a result of that as well. Um, I think positivity is like a domino effect. So as soon as you help one person, they will then help the next person. and In general, that will make life for everyone a lot better compared to um, not really caring and not really taking each person as their own person
0: yeah for sure and um like you said about the domino effect of if one person's helped they can then go and help another person and another person and so on so it's a um good a good cycle there um and you mentioned the fact that you're a charity as well um what what would you say are your charity ethos
1: um creating a familiar environment Um, where individuals feel safe to express how they feel and express their circumstance without feeling judged and allowing people to open up to those who may be in the same situation as them so they feel as if they are included and they're not alone and you can get through it as a team rather than just being by yourself so the courses provide um, other people as well Um, to meet like you you're able to meet other people um that are going through similar similar situations which I think is such a amazing amazing thing because then you realize you're not alone and you're all in it together so it actually helps everyone in the grand scheme of things
0: yeah uh for sure like if you like if you join a mental health group or um or if you're with people that have been through similar situations um, it does help massively Um, it helps build the creativity and understanding the fact that you are not alone and that people have been through um, similar situations uh, um, as well and um, that and you know there's not a lot of like mental health resources or um, charities as perhaps there should be Um, so as well as as well as coming up with the as well as coming up with the sherry idea Lucy herself did. Um, hang on. Oh, question's just gone out of my head. Um,
1: That's OK. <laughs> yeah, the,
0: que- the question just clearly went there. But um, it's, in, it's interesting that, you, that, it's, that you've come up with that. And so what age ranges do you um cater to in terms of your charity there we go that's my question (laughs)
1: um it's if in schools as well as older people as well as it were um so roughly teenagers and up so 13 12 and up um generally secondary school so where secondary school starts so that's 11 12 and onwards that's the main bracket age bracket um And then also courses for um, people maybe in their 60s or 50s, but they've obviously got a completely different mindset. Yeah, they've obviously got a completely different mindset. And so mixing the two wouldn't obviously be a good idea. So it's nice for older people to meet other people in the same situation, as well as children in schools to realise that their friends are there for them and that they're not alone Um, so I think that's really valuable
0: yeah for sure and we have and we have Lucy who's now joined us so uh hello Lucy welcome to the podcast Um, so, 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 Emily told me that you were the sole creator, not the sole creator, but you were the person who was behind the idea of the Be Me project. So, um, Lucy, would you like to tell me a little bit about what what made you come up with the idea? How did the process work and, um, and getting like-minded people on board with your project?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um... So yeah my name's Lou and um, originally about seven years ago I used to teach at a secondary uh, and a further education college actually and um, I don't know what well, I was teaching hairdressing and just so many students used to come in with their different life issues and this and that and I was like oh actually we haven't got time for that we've got to do hairdressing assessments and I guess the seed really started with me there years ago thinking actually I want to Put down my scissors and actually spend time with young people and you know listen to them so that's kind of where it started so I sort of gave up my teaching job and then um, I went into a local secondary school where I kind of did some volunteering and I was quite shocked at the time of how um, how many young people and heads of department were just like, oh, can you talk to this one? Can you talk to that one? So that, that's where it really started. So we ended up uh, sort of sitting down and actually writing a programme. Um, and it was based really for girls, um, you know, looking at the different themes of life and looking at their identity and learning boundaries and what can they do when they're emotional. Are there tips and tools to do? Um, So that's where it kind of started. And um, I mean, I just can't believe personally myself how much it's grown. And so we're working in five schools in Surrey. We work with GP doctors getting referrals now. We're in Cumbria, in Brighton, in hostels down in Brighton and Kent. And it's just kind of exploded really. And our whole heart is just to spend time, go through the course and just listen to people and just yeah just have time and love on people and that's the heart of Beaming project
0: yeah and you've explained that really well and you know the fact that you're the fact not only you've not only stuck to one county but you've um expanded to like other counties as well so that um you know children and so particularly teenagers and older people can feel the benefit of your guys's support so um, this is going to bring me on to my next question. So um, what, what, is your, what are your future ambitions for the charity? This is a question to the both of you. Uh, what are your future ambitions for it?
2: Um, I guess um, we haven't... I know it sounds like we've kind of grown quite a lot, but we've been really, really careful um, and not overloaded because I just don't want it to go out wide and far and then dilute the quality of what we do Um, so we've been quite protective over it but I guess um, looking forward in the charity what we're kind of thinking is um, we're looking into licensing not really franchising but sort of more that we can try and reach other you know places but actually not have quite so much control in it so yeah we'd love to grow it and we're just looking as a charity we're looking into that at the moment on what's the most sensible way and yeah and how to do it properly so that we can get it into as many schools and um, you know get as much help out there as we can but, i mean to be fair um it all depends on the right person that's what I say I mean we've got amazing resources and uh kind of young people get great gifts that reminds them of their worth and value but it all depends on the person leading it and to find those gold people that really have a heart for it is what what we're looking for
0: yeah oh definitely um I, th- I think as well um with with the ethos that Emily said said earlier that's you know something that Um, that's something that does resonate with me because um, there is a lack of um, mental health support for young people and the general population and society because we all go through life struggles with um, we tend to take that head on and we don't really like to talk to anyone about it because why would we burden other people with our problems
2: Mm, absolutely yeah, it's just um, I don't know, just being able to talk and share and not be judged—that's a massive thing because um, that's a big thing in today's society, isn't it? Especially with young people with all the comparison um, with one another. Yeah, just kind of to have people that you feel safe with and you can just pour out your heart and no one's going to judge you is just a massive thing. Yeah. Oh.
1: It's also, somewhere that you can feel as though you can trust others. And I think trust is a massive thing in mental health. Um, So building a connection with the leader and being able to talk to them and have an equal trust in each other enables you to open up more. And I think that's something really valuable that you don't get with other charities and other um, mental health services. Um, You don't get that equal understanding of confidentiality.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, and, and, like, and like you said, with the openness and trust, and trust is a um, a key word in mental health in particular because it's when we, when we are feeling down in life, you know, we we do have a go to person we would go to um, if we are if we are feeling um, you know down within ourselves. And you know, and what and what you guys do is absolutely great because you allow people that safe space to um, be unapologetically themselves in an environment where you know everyone's equal, um, no one's there to judge. Um, everyone's going through or going through a similar situation to themselves, so they are able to um, get on with like-minded people. Mm.
2: I think that's a lot um, in our groups as well, because we, we generally don't take more than six. Um, and I think it's just an understanding that others are struggling as well. You know, you know, sometimes it can feel such a lonely place, but actually when you come in into a group, which can be intimidating at the start, but actually when you start to relax, you think, oh my gosh, do you feel like that? And so friendships, are, are you know, we've had amazing friendships that are just formed. I know one of my groups that we very started right at the beginning in the year, um, seven years ago, they've all left school now and they go be me clubbing. I thought that Aww. was good They feel such a great friendship from that little group that's carried them through school and now they're sort of, yeah. I just thought that was amazing to hear that. It was really encouraging. So
0: yeah, I can imagine that must have like filled you guys with a sense of pride that they've, you know, grown up and still had those friendships.
2: Absolutely. And I think also the other thing is that we're really hot on is that actually none of us are professional. So we don't um, we say that often because a lot of time when young people maybe see the school nurse or something and they're absolutely amazing. But they all say they write down the details and I just don't like it when they write down the details. But we because we're not coming in as a professional kind of setting we can just say actually you know we're just chatting it's more of a friendly approach and the young people do really respond to that but I just think it's really important then that if there are things that is beyond us that we're signposting because we've definitely had a lot of that with safeguarding things that come up that we've just thought actually they really need a professional person at this time so we're kind of doing the preventative work um but yeah but signing posting obviously when things get a little bit more difficult
0: yeah yeah oh for sure like would you would you say you guys are more of like an early intervention so you kind of come in when um things are about to get bad or um how does how does that work with people um coming to your group or you guys going to schools
2: yeah so it's it's low level it's low level anxiety depression um that we see and yeah absolutely It, it it is preventative so it's kind of those early stages that somebody's just feeling a little bit lost and unsure of themselves and just don't really know any tools to help themselves um and as we progress through the course which is nine weeks then we can really pick up actually I think you probably do need to have a little bit more professional help or or actually at the end of the nine weeks they're feeling a lot better so it's kind of um that step in I mean I'm I just also because um you know, the, the mental health cams is so overwhelmed, especially yeah. with COVID. It's, it's really, really you know difficult to get those appointments. So if we could sort of step in and just help at those initial stages, it's just an amazing support for people to have, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. I think, sorry, <laughs> I would like to add that Be Me Project won't just signpost and that's it. Be Me Project will be there So it's always like, they're they're not forgotten about, if that makes sense. Um, So when it's, if more help needed, then BME project will still remain there. Um, And it will support them throughout that as well.
2: Absolutely and that's that's what's great about Emily runs our Instagram account and you know it's fantastic that people can um, read those quotes and stay positive but also I mean I'm meeting a girl on Friday that perhaps haven't seen uh, for four years now and uh, she just messaged through the Instagram so just going to go and see her um, on Friday which is just so lovely that people feel that they can still keep up with us it's not a work that's just gone. It's absolutely with it that we're there for
0: people. So thanks, Emily. That's great to remind us of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank, thank, you so much for the reminder, uh, particularly for the for the listeners, um, so they get to know know more about what you got, what you guys do, and what you stand for, what your values and ethos are. Um, so yeah, it's it's great that you know you guys are there for uh, not only young young people but you know perhaps older people that you know. That, that need the help as well and I, I for me in schooling I kind of wish a charity like you guys were around um in my schooling years because um I had mental health issues in school and um, there weren't great experiences um, I didn't really know how to express emotion um, emotions I didn't really know I didn't I couldn't really find a way out um if that makes any sense at all i Absolutely. i, I yeah. just yeah, I just couldn't really find the right way to uh, express my emotions because um I hadn't found that thing that helps me articulate and regulate my um what stimulates my emotions um I mean, I've got things that stimulate me now I mean with music and Uh, gaming and exercise and that sort of thing so um, I suppose I can imagine you guys are really encouraging of uh, people finding uh, something that will stimulate them and make them feel good about themselves
2: absolutely and kind of purpose isn't it just finding your purpose and that that could be I don't know that could be just in many young people that could be just going for their dance classes or on the drama stage where they can mask up and be somebody else and it's reminding them I'm so passionate about people finding their skills and what they're good at rather than we get drummed in all the time the negativity oh you're not very good at that you're not very good at this but actually I'm so passionate at just young people finding what they're really good at and focusing on that as a purpose so that they can be encouraged. Yeah, exactly, and your music is amazing, isn't it? Because you can sort of get lost in that and just really enjoy it. So yeah, definitely. I wish we'd been there at school for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Also, our um, ethos, so our catchphrase, as it were, is identity. The Be Me project helps to tell them to realise their true identity what their worth and their purpose in life. And I think it's such a valuable thing knowing that you're not just a number on a page. You will have a name, a story, and there is people that really care about you and they want to listen to you rather than just you're one of a million. So you are known for who you are and being helps you find your true identity,
0: Yes. yeah yeah for sure and that's some that's something that i can imagine resonates with a lot of people that you know if you can find your true identity and find something that you're good at and something that makes you whole that's that's just the added bonus of it and you know with uh, young people's especially um it's prevalent with young people, it's pre- it's prevalent with like um, you know social anxiety, depression, um, you know, and all, all other men- mental illnesses. So it's great that you guys go into schools as well, because because then you know teachers and I don't know I don't know if, if schools still have like like therapists and in there still like art therapy, which I had in school. Um, I've mentioned that a few times on the podcast before um so yeah I, ju- I just think it's brilliant that you guys go into school and um hopefully um they can from your sessions that they can that they they can then themselves offer ben- better mental health support
2: yeah definitely mm-hmm. yeah and it's as I said before
1: it's literally a dom- domino effect so as soon as one person um is aware of their situation and how they can move forward from that that they can pass the information on to the next person or raise awareness about Me project and from that a domino effect of activity is created which I think is really essential for a happier world
0: yeah for sure and mental mental health um, has to be at the top of that it's yes yeah, it's, it, it's it's a stimulus and people should be more, more open to talk about it rather than being receptive to it
2: yeah definitely that's what we encourage because it, it I don't know just kind of not feeling alone is a big thing and everybody might have their everyone has got their baggage haven't they everybody's got something or a difficulty you know this world is just full of difficulties but I think if you can just come and chat and just be loved and accepted, it just it don't it goes such a long way. Um and it just yeah builds your confidence that we can we can do this thing called life which is so often so hard isn't it? Yeah. Um a lot of people
1: um may think oh okay well my issue is small compared to the next person or or oh, why am I worrying about that or my issue isn't is nothing but actually it's realising that that can be a big thing to you and that's okay and that's what Beanie Project helps Accepts accept that that is how you feel and that's okay to feel that way and you shouldn't be judging yourself based on someone else's experience because everyone's experience is completely different.
2: Absolutely it's all relative isn't it to to your yourself and how much you can cope with as well lots of people some people can cope with a lot and other people just a little bit and it's just learning what you can deal with and cope with and I think that's what we kind of really promote through our courses is the tools to really help so like you know if you're struggling with your anger what do you do what do you do with that anger I mean absolutely looking at your diet and exercise and running and you know we all have those moments of oh I just don't want to go and do any exercise I just can't do it but actually pushing through that type of thing is really going to help those emotions and just you know panelling it out of the gym or something getting it out and what happens if you feel really fearful what do you do with those fears how do you sort of get them out and that might be talking to somebody or just writing them all down and sometimes I was kind of think about being brain sick so like you've got all this stuff whirling around your brain and you're thinking "I, I just don't even know where to start Well, the first thing that comes out of your brain, just write it down. And once you start, you can just kind of pour over the page. And suddenly it it just kind of, yeah, it can look a lot more better on the page. And then you can number which one's the most most worrying to the least worrying. And it's just all those tools and tips that... You know, we all just need, and we help one another as well. I didn't have all the answers, but, you know, it's great in the groups because some of the girls and women will just come up with their ideas and you think, oh, that's awesome. That's absolutely brilliant. Or an app that works really well. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, it's all good.
0: Yeah, and um, it's interesting, Emily, what what you mentioned earlier and um, just just before just beforehand about just beforehand about what you said and um that's something um that's something that a lot more mental health advocates and professionals or whoever should be aspiring to
1: definitely i think it um it takes one to start a a domino effect as it were um so it's good uh, be able to be more friendly and from then other charities and other professionals learn and I think it's a massive learning curve because each person is very different what works with one person not work with another and I think that is how everything is like a jigsaw and it all fits together but everyone has to work together in order to create a more happy environment.
0: 100% and yeah, I, I, used to, I, I used to think like this um, in terms of um, my own issues in life. I'd be like, oh, that's just a small issue. And that, that person's got going through a million other things that is affecting them. Like my issue is nothing compared to them. And you create this cycle in the head almost like it's a competition of who has it the worst when actually... Um, what you're going, what you go through is just as valid uh, to you, and you know, and it's like, and it's perceptive of you know what you're going through, what the what the other person might be going through. Um, so you know that's something that we society should be encouraging. Like we shouldn't dismiss problems or segregate uh, which problem is the worst or which problem is the least worse. It's
1: such a hard situation to realize that your problems are just as bad as else's no matter the size if it affects you then it's worth something and I think it's um as soon as you realize that it's not it's not silly it's not stupid that is how you feel and that's okay and as soon as you realize that then you can progress forward and say how do I deal with this because you can then um, accept it, find rather than pushing it to the side, and I think that's where uh, all problems are solved.
0: Yeah, and it, it's just about finding, find finding it, and you know, and problem solving. Because ultimately, we, ultimately, as well, we should be. We we all need uh, a shoulder to cry on or someone to listen, not necessarily solve our problems, but just just someone to listen and say, "Yeah, that sucks," because there for me there is nothing worse than when you go through something and someone using toxic positivity on you and um, I'll probably try and say this without swearing, but that's something that really annoys me. Mm.
2: Yeah, def- definitely. I think it is just, you know, sometimes words, um, you know, just don't say them, just sit with a friend, be with them, give them a hug, you know, and that can be more powerful really than chatting, can't it? And trying to give people your advice when they're in a difficult situation. They don't want advice. They just, you know, they just sometimes just want to be, don't they? And, and just feel loved. And that could be just sitting there not saying anything.
0: Yeah, they just want someone to um, empathise with them and you know be and be there for them in time of need. So going so going on to my next question, I can imagine uh, with COVID, things must have been a lot harder for you in terms of putting on courses. Uh, I can imagine uh, you probably had to put courses online. Uh, how was that for you and how did and did, was there any dynamics that changed do
2: you know we it was really weird because a lot of our courses originally designed were through art and craft so we do a lot of you know I, we kind of think when your hands are busy then you you can share and talk and Um, So the summer before COVID I'd started in the garden writing out another kind of course that was a bit more discussional and a booklet um, because I was thinking oh some of our sort of um, some of our girls after nine weeks they're not fixed and they want to kind of carry on so we'd have another resource that we could sort of give a one to one with or a bit extra support. And when COVID hit, it was, um, I had it all written. So I had it all written there from the summer before. I just hadn't done anything to it. So it was fantastic. So um, we have a designer that works for the charity. So she quickly put it all together and we managed to drop to loads of schools. We dropped a hundred to hostels with a little note just saying, you know, work through the booklet. Um, it's just you know gonna help you feel a little bit better with your mental health and and we're all struggling, but we're thinking of you. And we sent I think we sent out through the um, uh, community fridge. we sent out absolutely loads and then we thought actually yes, we can use this online. Um, so over COVID we actually supported 260 people which we were so chuffed with because I think pre the year before we'd supported about 150 so we doubled in COVID and that was through online work and yeah so I mean it wasn't easy we had to raise some money to get um, our Google uh, kind of meet up and running because you just can't have young people that that you're not safeguarding so you've got to make sure all those videos are stored correctly and you you know there's a lot of um protocol in the background to make sure that we quickly got it all sorted but i tell you what it's been a fantastic resource and like so many charities we still got that now so if we want to meet people online and um, we've got that facility all up and running we've got the course that we can use and work through we just post the booklet off to the person and then work through it together and yeah, so I'm really proud of surviving because so many charities just had such a difficult time. And um, so we're, yeah, we're really, if we're allowed to be proud of ourselves, we really
1: are. <laughs> and Be Project is more of a community than a workplace. So I think the fact that everyone can work so well together and they're honestly a credit to the charity, each and every one of them, and the fact that they can adapt to such a, harsh situation that no one expected is a complete so yeah they should all be really proud of themselves
0: <laughs> yeah you guys should certainly be proud proud of yourselves for um for certain because you know they, like you said they're, yeah there are charities that generally struggle through covid and there are some that folded which were absolutely sad some uh, some of those charities had been around for for years, but uh, sadly they folded due to a lack of funding. So it's truly really a testament to yourselves as well. The fact that the numbers doubled um, through COVID, so it really, so really shows <clears throat> the really shows the great work that you got, that you guys have been doing.
2: Yeah. No, thank you. And yeah, and and yeah, just, I mean, you just kind of do what you can, can't you? You just put hand to mouth and just like graft through and yeah. And yeah, so uh, we've had so many lovely letters and stuff about the support that we gave, which is really, really encouraging. And like so many women at the time were really feeling isolated as well, couldn't go out. And so having that once a week meetup online, was um yeah it was really really cool to do that and we actually set up groups that weren't even just in one area we had one lady that lived in Cumbria with one lady that lived in Kent and then the leader was in Surrey so it just gave a whole sort of different dynamics to the whole kind of working together and supporting people so it was it was yeah it was a challenge but we got there
1: and it's great that our local communities who are aware of the charity um are completely behind us and they have our full support and i think that's something that's really valuable being a charity we know that there's always that support there um which will hopefully keep us going for many more years
0: yeah and you know having charities like you guys is gonna benefit so many people so um As as a charity and working in schools and working with um, uh, the general population, uh, what is, this is a question again to both of you, uh, what's one thing that's stood out for you?
1: Um, If I go first, um, for me it's people wanting to speak about their problems but not knowing how to go about it and not wanting to express themselves as themselves so it's wanting to hide behind something and then their story and kind of ask for a friend rather than allowing themselves to actually engage in a situation where they can receive help Um, I think that's quite um a sad thing to really witness someone isn't confident in themselves and doesn't trust doesn't trust a charity professionals um, enough that they don't want to open up fully and I think that's quite a a hard-hitting thing to realise that someone won't want to open up um, as there's no trust there already.
0: Yeah Yeah. for sure.
2: What, can you repeat your question again? I just wanted to listen to the question again because Emily summed it up really well, and then I've forgotten what you'd asked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, so, it, Lou, uh, what's one thing that stood out for you uh, working with young people or anyone really?
2: I, I think one thing that really stands out to me is is the sadness out there. You know, there's there's so much sadness. I think. I don't know some people don't see it if they're not in it or if you don't start working in these areas you think oh life's fine just ticking along you know no problems what's the problem you know and you start helping people there's so much sadness in the world and it's it's it can be really quite hard to listen to it all day and you know still still stay um chipper but yeah I think that's what's
1: really hard about it is just the sadness that that we see especially when i a
0: lot yeah there is a lot of sadness um like Lou said in this world and uh like you said earlier Emily there's people that do have a problem and want to talk about it but don't know how to go about it so uh, you guys almost like the middle ground between the professionals. And um, I don't know I don't, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, no, it, it completely does. I think it, it takes someone to either have been through something similar or someone who they're looking for in order to really see through someone and see the pain that they're experiencing. As a lot of people, their um, smile. And I think as soon as that barrier is slightly broken, they feel like they, they've been released and they can be the person that they want to be. They can let, let this emotion out, but it's just getting to the stage of allowing themselves to find someone that they trust in order to open up, um, which is crucial
0: yeah for sure and um just just for the listeners out there for people that want to find out more about you guys uh, what what is your instagram and are you on any other social medias
2: i'll let emily shout it out
1: <laughs> um so we are on facebook um instagram um we've got accounts on instagram so be me underscore project and then Beamy uh, project marketing as well as Beamy project on Facebook and you can contact us through the emails through messages however you like um to find out more and there's also a lot on our website at www.bmproject.org
2: yeah we're just actually revamping as we do like uh, the website actually so I know in half term in two weeks we're launching our new website so do check it out there's a great video on there that will explain Beamy Project and the heart of what we do and um, we're going to be having Christmas cards and all sorts of merch coming new so yeah just go and check out the website as Emily said because um, you'll see the heart of what we do.
1: And the yeah. whole is spreading positivity so every single purpose of the charity so every single Christmas card or um gift is all about showing what your work is and showing that you are special that everything has a meaning behind it I think it's really really nice
0: yeah I, I quite, quite like that a lot and uh, when this episode does come out I, I'll link the website and the social media handles as well so people could go and check you guys out uh so this question uh want to ask ask you both: Is um there'll be people out there that will be going through hard times, um go go through life feeling thin, down, anxious, depressed, all these possible all these possibilities. Uh, what would be your advice to those people?
2: I think um, for me, it's reach out to a friend, being honest. Allowing yourself to cry is, and it's okay to feel really down. It's okay to feel like that, Um, but there is hope. There definitely is hope and it's taking that first step, which is the most difficult to either find a friend or just take that step to get help, go to the doctors, um, just something that comes to you and you think it's really difficult just do it because it it, it's just so important and there is hope that you can feel better I mean Emily and myself have had really difficult times in life um and we're not on here going oh you know I don't know you're not singing all the praises because when we were down it was really really hard and we all experienced that but it is just taking that first step and and finding a friend somebody to talk to
1: I think also knowing that it's not a smooth path, so one day it might be really, really happy, and the next it might suddenly crash. But it's realizing that okay, well, I was actually happy yesterday. This means that I can be happy, again. and it will get there. It just takes little steps, and although it may feel like every single day that goes past is a step, and talking to someone or writing it down in a journal, everything that helps will add up and it will lead you into a better mindset in order well you can help others through that mindset as well so it won't just benefit you but it will also benefit the people around you who care about you and you care about
0: yeah that is just some great advice and you know and definitely do go and check those guys out because you know the fact that We've got, chari- got charities such as the BME Project, sporting young people and the general population with their mental health is truly a testament uh, to you guys. So my final question uh, to you is, what is your favorite quote? Oh gosh. Um, You're chest- now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's oh. one,
0: I have
2: to think of it. Um... Oh, yes. You have survived 100% of your worst days. I love no. that. <laughs> Shall I say it again? You have survived 100% of your worst days.
1: Um, I think mine is um, you are your own perfect. So no matter how you feel, you are the only version of you in, in life right now and that in itself is perfect um which I might I know it may sound cringy but if you realize that actually no you shouldn't compare yourself you are yourself and that in itself is you being perfect and I think to me that um it's got a lot of meaning behind it and makes you realize that even though I may not be in the best situation I still am myself and that's something to be proud of, no matter what.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree with that. It's about being proud of yourselves. And I just want to say, Emily and Lou, thank you so much for taking the time today to come on the podcast. It is greatly appreciated. Oh, that's
2: okay. our pleasure. Thank Having. you so much for inviting us.
1: We've loved talking to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been truly great to ha- um, have a chat have this chat with you guys so uh, please keep downloading and sharing the episodes Uh, is greatly appreciated and does mean a lot so uh, anyways uh, without any further ado goodbye everyone